Shorts, everyone. Uh, today we got a little bit of Donovan Mitchell being a true American. Uh, D'Angelo Russell coming to the Jazz? Question mark. And it's the wonderful 40th anniversary of the Jazz moving to Salt Lake last weekend. So we'll discuss that with uh, our good friend Carter Williams, who will eventually be here. Maybe, possibly. It's Carter, so you never quite know. And then he'll just talk about minor league baseball for the next three hours before he actually talks about anything else. Shout out to the bees, though. Love you, Carter, and the bees. Um, but yeah, to this morning, Donovan got the official word that he will be invited to Team USA's training camp for the world and preparations of the World Cup. There's 20 guys coming in. Uh, the roster will eventually be cut down to 12, so he might not make it, but he might. Um, yeah, Sean, what are your thoughts? Is Donovan going to be an American and go play in the World Cup? I mean, <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of thoughts on this, Ryan Miller, because you know how I feel about FIBA basketball. I don't, actually. I have um, no idea. Basically, I that's exactly <laughs> how I feel, is I don't. I just I don't have a whole lot of feelings about it. I feel like it should be bigger than it is, but it's not. That's just kind of the state of USA basketball. Yeah, and it, I think... It, like as good as Donovan Mitchell is, I think it is a clear sign that this tournament doesn't mean much to the many players if he's getting a look. Now is he top twenty in the league? You might be able to make an argument. Top twelve heavens now. And he might just make this team. Uh if we go down the list of the guys that are on this roster, you'll see some guys that are like, really? Like a PJ Tucker? Like good role player. I guess you need good role players, but like dream team this is not. Um, and so it, it's cool for Donovan. I think he will if he makes the team end up playing, um, even though Brad Rock from our sister organization, Desert News, does not think he should. Um, I don't think it's a big deal if he does. But, yeah, if you look down the list, uh, you got Harrison Barnes, a Andre Drummond, um, even like a Kyle Kuzma, Brooke Lopez, Kyle Lowry. Like, these are good players. They're not the cream of the crop of the NBA. And so I, I, could, I could see Donovan maybe making it. I think being a guard will hurt him because uh, Bradley Bill's really good. Eric Gordon's really good. James Harden's really good. Uh, Damon Lillard, the, CJ McCollum. There's a lot of good guards. And so he has kind of a higher mountain to climb than if, say, he was a big. But, hey, you know what? I think uh, Greg Popovich today during the teleconference or media telephone conference, I think they call it teleconference. That seemed too television, though. Um, he said that they're looking for guys that want to defend and that can shoot the three-pointer. That seems like it fits Donovan that Mitchell. sounds like Donovan. <laughs> so, so, hey, he might just make it. Um, but, yeah, I do think it is a cool thing that Donovan did at least get the recognition of getting invited to the camp. And, you know, I wish it, it would be more fun if it was right now because then you could have, like, all the free agency stuff because you got to get a few guys, few guys in there that are getting their names thrown out for the jazz world, like a Tobias Harris or a Kemba Walker. So 
Could be a little. That's true. That would be a little more fun to maybe, speculate. Maybe this is just a really good recruiting tool. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's two maybe. years. It's two months or a month afterwards. So, <laughs> but maybe he won't be the only jazz man on the roster in the end. Oh, what, what are you talking about there? I don't actually believe that. I, but there again, Tobias Harris. You know, people think there's a shot there. I, do I? Maybe. Anthony um, Davis to the Jazz. You're calling it. Calling it. That is exactly what I'm saying. Um, but here, here's the real question, though. All that being said, we'll, we'll talk what Brad Rock said. Should he turn down an invitation if he makes the actual team? I mean, I, I think that's, that's the real question. It's, well, or, or maybe even before, because, I mean, you look at this roster, it's a very guard-reliant roster. It's very guard-heavy. And, yeah, Donovan Mitchell's kind of in the thick of it, but I don't think he's at the forefront of it, like you were saying. Yeah. He's, he's certainly not a guy that, that Pop is going to say, I have to have him on my roster. He has to be there right away. So maybe Donovan just kind of leaks out some things through his pe- through his agent, through his people, through his his posse. Is that still a thing? Sure. That's not a word that we're using anymore. I don't uh, think. But, doesn't, but don't. through his people, maybe he leaks something out of like, yeah, he's not really that <laughs> interested in being there. And then it kind of looks like whether he makes it or not, whether he was going to make it or not, it kind of looks like. Yeah, he didn't necessarily want to be there in the first place, so Pops just kind of took that as, as an exception. And I, I, you look done. at Donovan, though. I think he actually would 100% want to go. He's a world traveler to begin with. I mean, he Donovan, likes going to Donovan China. wants to go, like, literally anywhere that he can. Exactly. So, like, so it's like, hey, let's go. And guess what, everyone? Carter Williams has arrived. Everyone, round of applause to Carter. Yay, Carter! Yeah, that's that's the, uh, that's the the big audience that was, that we have here. Really we bad radio line. magic. We're gonna have to work on your delivery, Ryan. We're gonna have to work on that <laughs> a little bit. Um, but yeah, so should Donovan Mitchell accept a Team USA invite if he even gets it in the first place? I think that's debatable, and I, I think if you, I think I just think that if you leak something out, kind of saying like, yeah, his motives are in check, they're questionable. He's he's worried about getting injured in the off season, which is probably a thing because. He did just barely come off of an off-season injury. And I, and so, I, I mean, I think I think there are enough legitimate question marks that you can kind of leak something out there slowly to make it seem like whether he is or isn't picked by Pop, like, it's kind of still has I, changed. Yeah, like, if you look at it, like, from a Jazz perspective, I don't know if they want him to play, like cool like do we really want our young second year or i guess soon to be third year guard going in and playing three weeks of basketball training and it's like mm, i don't think so like if i if i'm justin zanuck i'm quinn snyder it's like great recognition hopefully he doesn't make it <laughs> and, and to be fair quinn's probably not unlike just about every other coach in the NBA yeah. in that regard. I mean, I don't think a lot. I think a lot of coaches are like, okay, this is a cool list, but can we just make it a list, please? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think with Donovan's first chime as a Team USA guy, I think he'll probably want to participate. But yeah, it's. I, I think fans feel the same way. It's like this is cool, but. You look at what happened to Dante Exum a couple of, I guess, four years back now. Like, you don't really want to it's see... It's been four years. Yeah, something like that. It's wow. been a while. Maybe not that long. <laughs> but, yeah, the t- torn ACL playing international competition. Like, it's, it's the worst nightmare, and you would probably just wish that it would go away and just to be able to avoid it. And, yeah, but we'll see what happens. we got a f- couple months before that. But, yeah, dude, Carter Williams is here, everyone. Yeah, so speaking of something that won't go away... 
we're talking we're talking about the Utah Jazz because they've recently been put into a legacy trust, meaning they're not going away. Where did you guys think I was going to go? That was so bad. That was so bad. Anyway, our buddy Carter here. He wrote. I don't his, know what I've gotten myself into. Man, you don't worry. Don't worry. Um, so Carter, he recently wrote a. Uh, kind of look back at the uh, days leading up to the Jazz officially moving to Salt Lake 40 years ago last Saturday, I believe. Question mark. Okay. Um, So, Carter, what what was the most interesting thing you found out upon researching all this stuff? I would say probably the fact that the NBA didn't want to move the Jazz (laughs) to Utah. Um, If you look back at some of the stories, uh, Larry O'Brien, who was the uh, commissioner at the time had mentioned that they would have preferred that New Orleans kept the team, but it was clear that there wasn't a deal that was going to come into place. Uh, There was some speculation, I believe it was a a Louisiana senator who who had uh, potentially Put in, he he was looking to looking to keep the team by buying it, but there was no deal in place. The meeting took about forty minutes because all they needed to do was say, "Hey, we tried, it didn't work out. This is our plan." And so there was only two plans on the table that day, uh, June eighth, nineteen seventy nine. Those two plans were move the team to Utah or keep them where the ownership would probably just fold. <laughs> what I think is actually really interesting about the date of, or at least the timing of it, is it was so fast. Like, they move in June, and they're playing in October, which meant they didn't have enough time to, like, rebrand the team. Yes. And so I think that's, like, the most interesting part. We probably wouldn't have the Utah Jazz if this happened any kind of normal timetable. Yeah, if it was anything like uh, what's happening currently with the Raiders, um, obviously, they're probably yeah. going to still keep their team name, but there's we we know that they're moving to Las Vegas. We know that that's happening. This has been years in uh, in planning. This one happened in a few months, and now there's no permanent uh, document that says that this is the reason. But it's widely believed that that's the reason why the Jazz kept their name and colors from New Orleans is the fact that they just didn't have time to rebrand the team. Yeah, I don't know where I feel like read it, but it was like apparently you need a certain amount of time period or something. That Again, widely believed yeah. that was the answer. And there was much longer time just to come up with that team name. Not that it was terribly longer. It was only a few months that uh, they had, from the time that they had put in the purchase, which is about $6 million dollars, at, uh, in 1974, when they had become a new team, uh, they had bought the rights to a franchise. Yes. Now, this is before uh, Six also billion. before yeah That's yeah. This is also before the NBA ABA merger. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. happened, and they make this bid, and then a few months later, it was June 7th, so 45 years ago, on Friday was when the actual approval of the New Orleans Jazz. Had come together. So between the time I believe it was in March in 1974 and June 1974, the team name had been created and the colors and everything. Yeah. Now it's so um, when you look back there, as you kind of mentioned that people did not, the NBA didn't want this to happen more or less. Uh, what was kind of what did you find to? I get why did they approve it? 
more or less? They, they, or do pretty, they have to? Yeah, <laughs> they pretty much had to. Uh, there was really no other option <laughs> because the other option is basically they're going to fold. Uh, so yeah, they they it was a it seems like it was a, a little bit reluctant, but at the same time, by the time that meeting happened on uh, June eighth that year in nineteen seventy nine, by that point. Uh, heading into that meeting, there were reports that it was going to be unanimous, and it was. Okay. So, so even though it was unanimous, there were people who would prefer that the team stayed, but at the same time knew that wasn't go- going to happen. This wasn't feasible anymore, and so there was only one move to make, and that was to move the team to Utah. Kind of interesting. Like, it's all worked out well, but obviously Utah wasn't the basketball city or if you saw Lake wasn't the basketball city it, it is today. Like, the Jazz struggled early on. Actually, like, they were playing Vegas games because yeah. it's like, yeah, we don't have money. But <laughs> at the same point, they were playing a lot of those games not because of uh, fan uh, attendance and whatnot. They were playing these games because of the, the other revenue that teams need to get, which is from corporate sponsors. Keep in mind, this is an era before the TV deals, which is another thing that I always think is fascinating is that merger deal in 1976 between the ABA and the NBA. There would have been a team called the Utah Rockies, and they're most famously known as the the Spirit of St. Louis, where the owners had chose the one-seventh of the NBA like media rights instead of taking a buyout of not having because their team yeah. wasn't selected and so they're still getting paid you know yeah exactly <laughs> the NBA had to litigate something to finally pay it off or to, to finally end that deal because it was worth at least 200 million dollars at one point yeah. <laughs> that was so awesome like, so yeah the, this throwaway the, deal you made and it's like oh suddenly I'm getting paid millions of dollars a year for totally. nothing yes yeah uh, they, they had nothing uh, and, and this was, it wasn't capped. There wasn't any cap of like when this would happen. It was a terribly structured deal because nobody expected what would end up happening. And I believe ESPN did a 30 for 30 specifically yeah. on that. But that team was going to move to Utah, and then the merger happened, and it killed that team from ever existing. That's, oh man, that almost disappoints me. That would have been a fun history. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we missed out on the Utah Rockies. <laughs> Wish they would have been like the Utah spirit of St. Louis. Keep with the <laughs> keep with the tradition of stealing other people's names. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to add during this whole investigation you did? Oh my goodness. Yeah. I I I just love the the correlation between what happened to the New Orleans Jazz and what happened to the Utah Jazz in the mid '80s, which was literally the same exact thing was going to happen. That uh, Sam Battison, who was the major owner of this one, he had some ties to Utah, which is probably why Salt Lake City was chosen. But he had put in a proposal to move the team to Minnesota, and who knows if they would have been the Minnesota Jazz. That would have been something <laughs> equally surprising. That would have been awesome, actually. <laughs> exactly. Every team. Yeah. Every city just has a jazz team. It has like a two jazz years. one. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was roughly about the same amount of time that the team had been in Salt Lake City that this proposal had happened. And that's where you get the uh, the legend of Larry H. Miller. He had bought a good portion of the team in 1985, and then he bought the majority in 1986. And 
uh, Desert News Archives have some amazing photos of this, like, grand, massive check that he is uh, handing uh, Sam Madison uh, during a press conference the day that he had purchased a portion of it. So it's, it's kind of funny to think now if you see a purchase of a team, it's a press release or anything. But in this one, there was the ceremonial check, uh, something that you would have seen from, like, 21st uh, Century Homes or something like that. And it's also $1.9 billion less than it is now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the team is valued way more than, so than it was back in the day, and a lot of it has to do with the media rights. Yeah, it's like, uh, no. It's interesting little thing, but yeah, 40 years of jazz has finally come. We Yes, and, and, and as Sean mentioned, now that you have the legacy trust that is there, it's nearly impossible to move that team, especially since that deal is in place for not only decades, but likely centuries. Yeah, it's good to know. All right, man. Well, thank you for joining us on... I appreciate you having me. You, I'll go back to work. <laughs> cool. You guys should go back to work. Now, now go break some news. Go break some news. Go break some news, Do Carter. your job, Carter. <laughs> thank you. That was Everyone, Carter Williams. Thank you, Carter. Check out his story, utahjazzin40ksl.com. We'll link to it in the show notes. <laughs> All right, um, we're going to wrap up. Um, we got Uber. Do you want to? Do we want to touch on D'Angelo Russell at all? Who's that? Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. The dominoes are falling, everyone. It could happen. Uh, Nets made a trade to clear up close to two max slots. Very close. They're like two point seven million dollars short, I think, at this point. So to go after what it seems to be a Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant combination um, that would make D'Angelo to in order to do that though they would have to give up D'Angelo Russell's rights and so that would make him an unrestricted free agent and him and Donovan are boys and there's some mutual interest there between him and the Jazz I think so make the real life Donovan D'Angelo bobblehead yes it would be amazing. Can can I just say there there is one reason why I would love to see D'Angelo Russell uh, come to Salt Lake City playing for the Utah Jazz. What would that be? And I don't think it's anything that you're going to think of. I uh, okay. It doesn't it doesn't involve the fact that he can shoot, which he can. Not the it, best, but he's it doesn't involve the fact that he's pretty nice perimeter defender. He's alright. <laughs> he's okay. Uh, it doesn't involve his seven million dollar salary. Well, it wouldn't be a $7 million yeah, salary. Probably not. <laughs> it would be a significantly higher than that. They um, would have to max him out. Most importantly, uh, did you know that D'Angelo Russell is officially the most stylish player in the NBA? Okay, okay. Yeah, this coming this coming out of GQ magazine Ooh. a couple months ago. Yeah, the GQ magazine um, itself. Interesting. Yeah, that's the GQ magazine. <laughs> Uh, voted D'Angelo Russell as the most stylish player, basketball player in the association, which, I mean, if that's not a reason to want him on your team, I don't know what it is. So you feel like you found your counterpart then? 
and D'Angelo Russell. I mean, I'm not saying I I dress as good as D'Angelo. I think like, that's what on. you're saying, that's, Sean. That's I'm... far from it. I, <laughs> I am the man who's currently sitting with a sweatshirt over my shorts because I may or may not have split my pants. Um, it's a style choice. <laughs> style choice, sure. Yeah. As I said, stylish. Yeah, um, yeah that wouldn't be but a yeah, reason. D'Angelo's Instagram account is the only reason why I want him to come to Utah. Um, yeah. I, I think this one's interesting because I do think it would help the Jazz a lot. Like, I think it would kind of raise them to another tier. Uh, is that tier a contender? That That's kind of where I'm, like, at. It's like, meh. Like, it I would mean, t- he's a Barcelona fan, so he knows how to win. <laughs> I have no nothing to say about that. I mean... Um, I not to brag, but I'm I did win the Champions League with Barcelona once on FIFA, so I get it. Um, That's understandable. Um, but yeah, I mean he's a good he's a good looking dude though. Yeah, so I actually I do think it would help, but again, like I think of the new like it's the kind of the new the new guy. It's like oh it's new and exciting and whatever. I don't know. If he's an elite point guard in this league. I think he's better than Ricky Rubio, so you're at least getting an improvement there. But I don't know how if this gets you to a, your contender status, and if you and if the Jazz do sign him, that's your team. Like it's going to be him, Donovan, and Rudy for the next five six years, and they'll they'll take a, that. That's the Jazz. Is that enough to win an NBA championship? In the current state, no. But I think teams will be worse than coming up. So. I don't think that would be the Warriors this year. I don't think that would be the Raptors this year. I don't, I don't even know if that would be the Rockets this year. But I do think the talent level will start to spread out a little more in the next few years. So, yeah, maybe maybe they have a good run they could pop out, and it all kind of depends on if Donovan becomes what a lot of people think Donovan can become. But, you know, you know. But who, that is the most stylish team in the NBA. Ooh, especially D'Angelo, the Donovan, Rudy. Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder's yeah. a stylish yep. man. He cares. And then you have Joe Ingles, who will be sitting in sweats find, and converse. Find a way to force Joe Ingles into early retirement, maybe for that one. <laughs> like he's just like, guys, like I, I'm gonna miss like Ricky. He was not very. St- he was like rustic, stylish. He, he had a or style. like homeless man style. <laughs> I loved it. I loved he, how it's like I'm purposely style. doing this, but it looks like I don't care. <laughs> like. <laughs> I personally like that. Ricky, you'll be missed. Maybe. Probably. Probably. Um, but yeah, so, but there's, coming up in the next the next month, there's going to be some pre-draft workouts, the draft, some summer league, but there's going to be a much more important competition going on, Sean. A more important competition I, than the pre-draft the annual w- Walt Perrin pre-draft workout? Um, that may, it's, yeah, I'm going to say yes. Wow. Rough. Some probably, words. Probably won't get as much funny comments or awesome looks or yelling at Tony Jones for no apparent reason. Debatable. But, <laughs> Debatable. But, but there is a uh, world-class competition, the Women's World Cup. And as someone who That's has just thing. gotten super into the Utah Royals FC in the last month for really no apparent reason, but they're awesome, I guess, uh, I'm kind of stoked for this. I got my, my girl Kristen Press. Yep, that's kind of the end of the road for me. I know of what I know. But the funny thing is, like, the Royals have, I think, six World Club people. Six and a half. Sure. Uh, so seven that are on rosters, but. Uh, six that'll actually but play. But you've got 
Diana Matheson, who is injured with Canada. Mm. She'll have toe surgery here coming she up. So. Come, when, when's she going to get back? When she's healthy. Utah, no timetable. Utah Royals reporter Sean Walker with the deets there, everyone. No timetable. Um, yeah, I've not. I don't even know if I've watched any of these girls play because right when I decided to be like, hey, I'm going to go to a free world girls soccer game, they all were in training camps for World Cups. So, not but I'm white, but. The Americans were. You've seen, you've seen Rachel Corsi some. I sure. I maybe my first week when I didn't know anybody. Let's break down Rachel Corsi's role in that uh, second goal against England yesterday. Just kidding. Let's not. Oh my! I was like, let's you, not. I didn't watch nope. the game. No, nope, we're not going. To. Um, but yeah, this, but there. America starts probably today, depending Tuesday? on when we release this. Tuesday. 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 Um, are they going to win it, Sean? And is my girl Kristen Press going to be named MVP of the tournament? Um, First of all, that's called the Golden Ball winner. Cool. Um, Second of all, um, you know, I'm going to make a lot of enemies on this this podcast because this has been kind of an open secret. You know, I haven't really been keeping it from anybody necessarily. I just haven't, like, been super outspoken with it. Um, But I'm going to say no. Hmm. I'm going to say no. I, I don't think the United States is the best team in this tournament. I know they're the defending champions and they've got more World Cup titles, you know, that third star, everything. Um, More World Cup titles than any other team in the history of the women's sport, according to FIFA. Um, I just don't... I just... I mean, I feel like the rest of the world is catching up. And I don't know if this U.S. team has done a good enough job transitioning to the next level or the next generation. Hot take, Sean. Hot take. This is this anti-American is a good, take. Well, this I is will this add is as just, well. No, it's not. It's not <laughs> anti-American. I mean, this is this is just this Sorry is a group that's, It's a little bit older, um, and yes, it's their experience. They're veteran players. I think that's going to take them far. Okay, I'm not saying they're going to like go out before the knockout stages or anything like that. Like n- none of that. You're gonna, somebody's going to isolate that sound and make it sound like I said they're going out before the knockout stages. I'm not saying any of that. I'm going to isolate that one right there. But I think there are a lot of teams, including the host country France, um, that are close to, if not at, the United States standard. And they're maybe a little bit younger, a little bit faster, a little bit flashier. And I don't know if I would consider the Americans to be the odds-on favorites. Well, I'm going to say America's going to win because America's number one. <laughs> so Ryan's going with USA. Because I'm going an American. With the, Sean's going with the field. Should we, should we put something down on this? Oh, I, sure. Lunch? Um, you have to buy a parrot. A parrot? Or parakeet. A parakeet. Parakeet if the Americans win. Is this a parakeet for your boat? Because I don't know if you know this, but you bought a boat. I did buy a boat. No, no, you're just going to have to own a parakeet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, bet, we'll bet a parakeet. I'm not owning a parakeet. So what do you, you, you lose? I don't know. You can make it. What do you lose? I won't because I'm an American and America's going to win. And with that, we'll see you next time, everyone. When you're looking for jazz and you're looking for shorts, listen to jazz shorts.